Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Three Nerds on a Sunday, where one and only nerd jumps onto the boat into the endless vast ocean of pop culture and everything else in between. And, yeah, that might make more sense in a second. Welcome. Uh, today is going to be a review day. going to be talking about The Last Voyage of the Demeter, which came out uh, this past Friday, um, August 11th, if you're listening to this when it comes out. The Last Voyage of the Demeter is, a, is an hour and 15 minutes long, rated R. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Let's try these names out, man. So, it's starring uh, Corey Hawkins, Allison Franchowski, uh, Liam Cunningham, David Dutchmulchen, Chris Wiley, John John Bra- Bronis, and... Everyone else is kind of a supporting character, and a lot of these names are kind of hard for me to pronounce, so that's where we're going to leave it at. It is directed by Andre Orveldo, I believe. It is, so if you didn't know, I'll give you a little backstory on what the Demeter is and everything, because it is actually, uh, one of the writers, uh, it's uh, Bragi F. uh, Schultz and Zag Zoltovich. Well, again, I'm butchering those names, but sorry about that. And also, credited as writer, is Bram Stoker. So, for those who don't know, just a little quick backstory on, I guess, where this comes from. If anyone is a fan of Bram Stoker's Dracula, in the book, I believe it's touched on maybe in a chapter. I don't think they spend too much time on it. But the boat that Dracula um, arrives on to England is the Demeter. And in the book, it... it, um, it uh, describes the, the the Demeter, uh, you know, uh, arriving on, on the coast of England, shattered, broken, and just it, everyone on board was massacred. They didn't know what happened, and that's kind of where it le- leaves off. So it is within within the world of Dracula. This is, I guess, would be canon. You can even maybe even watch this uh, before Bram Stoker's Dracula. Maybe I haven't seen it in a while. It's it kind of helps fill fills in the gap between like what happened on the ship and why you know while well, from his uh, Dracula's voyage to 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 a new world. Uh, so right off the bat, real quick, before I you know talk about some stuff, no spoilers, obviously. I try to avoid those as much as possible. I give it a seven point five out of ten. If you are into ratings and stuff like that, I thoroughly did enjoy it. Some some stuff I I like. Very small, minute issues. Uh, n- nothing that broke my 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 fun time watching it. Um, overall, if you are into vampire films, I think, and you're into like bottleneck films, this is a really good one to watch. I like I said, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The CGI is a little a little shoddy at points. Nowhere near as bad as like The Flash or. Uh, something like Secret Invasion or Black Widow, stuff, stuff like that. It, it like it, you, the, mo- the majority of that budget you can see went into the actual production and uh, on set stuff from from the uh, the clothing and the boat and everything like that because everything else feels really authentic. It feels just like like it's usable right now. Like 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 that ship can go out into the seas. So if if any of that sounds good to you, check it out. It is pretty gory at times. It's not overly gory, but and there are 
it's not like constant flow of violence, but there are times where things get very intense and very violent, and it is uh, more on the gory side when there is actual blood uh, on on screen. So just be aware of that. And it is rated R, so there are, there will be scenes in there that might be a little tough to watch. Again, trying to avoid it because I want you to watch and experience it for yourself. But it is it is a very fun watch. So overall, let me kind of get out of the way what I kind of didn't like, or not necessarily didn't like, but I thought maybe change it up a little bit, it would have been better. So I already kind of touched on it um, a little bit earlier that the CGI is, um, when it comes to actually Dracula, when he shows up on screen, and again, none of this is spoiler, me, me saying Dracula and explaining it's a vampire film, because it's all in the trailer and in, in the beginning of of the movie, the opening credits, like this. These are taken from the logs of the captain from the book of Bram Stoker, Dracula. <laughs> like, but you know, from the book, uh, straight from the book of uh, Bram Stoker. So, it is, you know, it, it's all there. It tells you exactly. You know what you're getting into. There's no surprises or like, oh, I didn't know this was this kind of movie. You know what what it is right off the bat. So, um, the the CGI, like I said, uh, it's. It's good for what it is, you know. A, a lot of them is in shadow, or when it's raining outside, uh, outside on the boat, or they're um, underneath the, the boat in the cabin and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it 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 does well enough. It's not like I said, it's not egregiously bad. Where I'm like, oh man, I'm just like that just looks terrible. No, it 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 is done really well. I do like the design of Dracula in this. I think it's really cool, and I really do like that he is. He is menacing, and he kind of has this slight playful malevolence to him. He likes some like there, there will be scenes you'll see when he's attacking the, the members of the Demeter that he is kind of playing with them. He's kind of just messing with them, and it's kind it's kind of devious. And he's such a fucking menace. It's really cool to watch. Um, the other thing is, I think the movie just a little tad bit too long. Uh, Although we don't spend a lot of time in Romania, I think we just spend a little, just cut cut a couple scenes or just kind of bring shorten things up a little bit. Um, I it, it just uh, I've, it, it it's a little bit slow in the beginning. I'm not you know it doesn't start off right away and like you know just uh you know boots on the ground going crazy. It's it it takes time to kind of build up the world, kind of build up the suspense of Dracula when he finally shows up. Um, Get get to know some some of the crew members and all that good stuff because obviously you want to have some kind of connection to them. So when they start dying, you feel something, and that yeah. So and another part is some of the some some of the crew members are obviously are they're okay. Like they, they give you just enough backstory on these guys, just so that you know you have the ones that you like, the ones that you hate, the ones that like. Oh, you're gonna be a little coward later. You know, they kind of give you. All the tropes, like like a big trope, and again, it, it's early on in, in in the movie, so it's not. I don't think it's a big spoiler, but you have the captain going like, "Oh, let me tell you something, first mate. You, uh, this is my last ride here. I'm gonna retire uh, after this last after this last voyage. That's it for me. You're gonna buy a nice little place in Ireland and call it a day. <laughs> just 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 like in a cop movie, you know the you know the you know the cop goes, oh, "I was one day away from retirement, and I was shot. Blah, I'm dead." You know, you kind of have those cliches within the group. You have the super religious one. You you know, you got the one that's like really superstitious. Like you know, like he he knows everything. Like oh, it's as bad luck on a boat. How dare you? We should just 
throw that person off and, you know, just sit the throat. Who cares? You know, it's, we have all those tropes there, but it wasn't overly annoying. It's just that, again, I, I you know, look, uh, this is labeled as like a horror, I would call it a, hor- a thriller horror. It, it, it was definitely suspenseful. There were times where I was kind of like on a major my seat, like, oh boy, where is he? What, what's happening? All that kind of stuff. Like that, like the, that pacing was really well done. Um, but I, I don't understand why we have to have in horror movies so many unlikable characters or these characters that it just seems like, oh, you're just here just to die. I, you know, I, I find myself more invested when I actually like characters and then, than I do when I don't like them because I want them to live. And when that happens, you're more on, on the edge of your seat. Like, no, no, please don't die. Oh, damn it, they got Steve. No, not Steve. He, he, was, he was a good boy. You know what I mean? So that, that, that's, that's another little mark against it. Um... But that's kind of where it ends. I do like the writing in this. I think it is really well done. I do like some of the conversations that they have and the way that they kind of have to convince themselves of something that isn't happening because there's a big bonus that is on the line for them that if they don't get there on time, uh, they don't get the bonus. And <clears throat> it is something that's like, you know, we need to, like, we need to, like, hey, let's, let's justify this. Just get rid of it. Let's do what we got to do because we're not stopping. And when stuff starts to happen, the, that dialogue that they have and, and, and all that kind of stuff works out really well. It's, it, it is really good. And for the most part, and I say for the most part because, again, it, it is still a, a horror, thriller type of film that they, characters do some stupid things, uh, you know, when they shouldn't. And, yeah, it is what it is. And, and, and some of the actions are justified because it's out of horror or out of, like, denial or loss and it's like it makes sense that you know in that state of mind you would do something kind of stupid and like you know for, for example Dracula chasing is chasing one character uh around the boat because uh, he's the only one out there and he decides to climb up the uh the masses right and it's like hey, that's probably not the best way to go I mean you know you probably you're probably better off on like in the middle of the boat or something getting to your crew or something but you know, in, in a time of horror, when you see a devilish creature, uh, an evil uh, bat out of hell chasing you, with fangs mocking you this whole time, yeah, you, you kind of just, you know, you do some stuff that you normally wouldn't do. So that 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 worked out really well too in 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 the movie. The action is great when when Dracula attacks again. It, it is spread out, but it's it's just that like that dread of not knowing when it's going to happen because. It's a long, it's a long boat ride, and you know Dracula needs to kind of pace himself. So you really don't know if you know when and if it's going to happen that night. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe who knows? Maybe in another week or so. And you kind of feel that with the crew because obviously during the day they're fine, but at night that's when he attacks, and you kind of feel that paranoia kind of uh, seeping through the whole crew, and you kind of feel it as well. And I think it's really well done. Um, pe- once we get past the opening and all the introduction and all that kind of stuff, the pacing is well done. Like I said, it's not like a constant bombardment of uh, action, horror thrills, and, and jump scares. There's, I'm trying to think here if I can think of any jump scares on top of my head. Hmm. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, there's a couple jump scares, but they're like warranted and justified. 
Um, it, a lot of it is just the that 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 dread feeling you get when you like know that something's there. It's the old, um, you know, I forgot if it's like the Hitchcock law or what it's called, but it, you know, if you see oh, you, if you see a gun in the first act, you know that it's going to be used, or like the um, the bomb technique where like you as the audience know that there's a bomb underneath the table but the people in the movie do not so you're just sitting there in suspense like when is it going to happen when is it going to happen you're kind of like just on the edge of your seat like oh boy they there he is oh he's going to ha- they don't know what's coming and that's kind of really that's what they use really well in this in, the, in this movie um the actors are all really well well done i really liked the basically the the main four that I uh, that I that I um, said at the beginning uh, of it uh, Corey uh, Allison uh, Liam and David they would be like I guess the biggest names you would probably know uh, David uh, Das Mulchen has been in so many different things uh, Dune Bam, uh, the the Batman movies like he he's one of those guys that pops up everywhere he's um, kind of like he he's like the it guy like oh I, oh, it's that guy or is that guy. Uh, Liam Cunningham is a legend in his own right. Uh, Corey Hawkins, I haven't seen him much personally, but he he did really well. Alicine, uh she was great as well. Um, I like the interaction that 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 uh, Corey uh, Hawkins, uh, who plays uh, Clemens in in the film, his dynamic with the crew because. He's out, yeah, because if you don't know, Corey, Haw- Corey Hawkins is black, and his character is obviously black because he's black. Um, and to kind of see that the dynamic of like, <clears throat> at first they seem to be treating him like normal, you know, all that kind of stuff, and then when stuff starts to go starts to break down a little bit, you know, it's like, oh, you know, this guy over here, I don't know, he's uh, I don't know, his hands are kind of soft, and yeah, you're kind of black. <laughs> so not that's not all the characters, but there's a couple of characters that are like, you know. It's like, oh yeah, you know, this this, this darky guy over here. I'm like, Jesus. But, you know, this is way back in the day, so that was just normal. Still is kind of today. Fuck. Anyways, um, he did really well. Um, He is a, he's a doctor who never really uh, went to school, um, got his doctorate, but wasn't hired because they learned about his skin color every time he went in for an interview. So he ends up on the ship looking for, for, for work. And his rationale is always science. His his whole thing is, I want to understand the world. I want to know why it does what it is and why it does what it does. Um, Liam Liam Cunningham is Captain Elliot, uh, a really good performance. Even though he's not in it that much, which I which I was kind of surprised at. Uh, when he does show up, he is very very much a kind of authoritative figure on screen, and you like you know if, if he says it, you do it, and people respect the the, the captain, and that was really good. Uh, Anna, I don't want to say specifically what her character is and what happens, but uh, yeah, she does very well. Um, she she's there for uh, to dump um, expletive expletives of uh, that might be the wrong word. You think after, like I said, all this time you think I'd be better at vocabulary stuff, <laughs> but um, exposition. There you go exposition of what's happening and kind of be able to summon up all in a nice little tight bow for for, for, for the crew. David oh uh, Das Mulchen, I really like his character as well. He is um he's that guy that like you know like that um 
the guy that like, oof, well, it's not quite like, kind of like the guy that like his his peak times was in high school and he, and he gets a job there as like the gym coach or something and he kind of tries to live out his ways, but like that's just where he was. That's where he belongs and he you know that's where he shines and he's very much a a crewman's captain. You know whatever the captain says, he does. Was ever best for the interest of the crew and the boat. That that's what's more important than anything else, because that's his home. That, you know, the, and you really see him struggle with trying to like, oh, you know, like doing the right thing and also like doing the right thing for the boat and for the crew, because that's more important than 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 what you think is happening or what she says is happening. So I like how they play off of each other. There is a really, pr- <laughs> like I said, depends on your 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 tolerance of. Of violence amongst certain type of characters, but there's a character in here that dies technically twice, and it's pretty intense. And I like that. And I don't want to. Well, so if you so if you've seen Doctor Sleep, there's a character that gets uh, stabbed after a baseball game. So if you've seen that, you know what I'm talking about, and it's really effective. And I like the and. After coming off of obviously watching Marvel movies, all the TV shows, watching, you know, uh, all, all these movies trying to be like Marvel with the Marvel humor and the quips and and all all that you know all that jazz, it's really nice to see just some just a straight good movie where the humor is supposed to be funny at the right times, where the horror is the horror, and it you know this this you know it's not trying to like the the tone is not thrown off because they just felt that they had to force joke in there or make us a, a situation that it should be serious and into just like a stupid joke to make the, the bad guy look bad. It the you know, there's um it, it's not afraid to go there and I really like that. And watching this rated R film really kinda like jar you back to time. Oh that's right, there's other films other than just Marvel and Marvel S type of films. And I really that that's what I really enjoyed about it too most. It felt like I was actually watching like a like a cinematic movie, you know, it was beautifully shot. All the set designs, all the all the props. Uh, they have guns on board. Like it, like when when they shoot them off, it sounds so nice and clear. It sounds so good. It looks really great. You know, it's it, it's dark. Those scenes are dark when they're out out there in the middle of the night. But it's not dark where I can't see what's happening. Everything is lit just well enough to hide hide. You know, for things to be able to hide in the shadow, but be able to be illuminated by the moon. It it it's beautifully well shot. The cinematographer, the cinematographer on this did a hell of a job. The director did a hell of a job. The whole the whole crew. I can't I can't think of like one bad actor on the on shoot that was like, oh well, you look a lot of place, or maybe you didn't really care. It was done very well overall. Though those few problems that I had with the beginning of the movie, you know the 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 runtime. The CGI at some points, some some of the uh, character character tropes, um, you know, it brought it brought it down by like a point, you know, but uh, like seven point five, I think, is really damn respectable. Um, definitely should should watch it in the theater with a, like a nice surround sound system. Uh, absolutely, hundred um, percent. The ending, even I liked the ending because I kind of knew what was gonna happen. I knew that's something that I knew it was going to be the way that it turned out, but I like the way that it turned out because there's a possibility that they can continue on with the story of Dracula with a sequel. I don't think so because I don't think this movie did that well in the box office opening week, which is very disappointing. Um, 
you know, but also I don't think this movie was marketed and pushed as well and as 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 well as it should have been. Uh, on which which happens a lot. Uh, there's a lot of movies that just kind of appear like if you don't like me, someone who watches trailers uh, every Tuesday and Wednesday when they come out, and, and I, I write down the calendar. Like, oh, I make sure I gotta you know check off, see what what's happening here uh, on this month and this month. Uh, you probably wouldn't even know this movie was coming out. Like I said, you might have seen a trailer or two. Like it, it didn't really. I, I don't think they did a great marketing push for it, unfortunately. But um, they can always do like a secret, like a secret sequel. Possibly, I would. I would love that they could just do the Dracula film with, with, with maybe some of the characters or allude to some of the events of of, of this uh, of this film, and but you know treat it as its own thing. Because I so you know I I really like. I like vampire movies, vampire stories. Even though I think werewolves make better movies, I do like vampires in general. So they're just, I think they're a really cool character. And this is the vampire Dracula. So it's a solid movie. Really, really fun to watch. The the um, the composer of the film also did a fantastic job as well. Did very well with building of dread and 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 kind of keeping with the tone of what's happening in the scene. Very well done. Very, very good movie. Uh, check it out. Uh, the Last Voyage of the Demeter is in theaters now. Please, if you can, you watch it. Uh, I, I always advocate for a matinee because obviously things, uh, you know, the way it is, I know it's, you know, I, I, you know we're kind of going back to a time where it's like, well, do you want to eat or do you want to watch a movie? <laughs> you know, it sucks. But uh, if you can get to, to a matinee show or if you, you can afford to go to watch it, you know, like at 8 o'clock at night or something like that, full price, check it out. I, I, think, it, I think it's worth the price of admission. I'll, I'll always go matinee or prefer it, but uh, if I had to, I would have paid full price for this film. So uh, that, is my, uh, that is my review of The Last Voyage of the Demeter. What did you guys think? Did you see it? Are you interested after hearing this review? Did I sway you? Or you're like, ah, I'll just wait till it goes on, on streaming somewhere else. So let me know what you think. Other than that, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Three Nerds on a Sunday. I am Sonny. I am your host, and I'll catch you later. Peace.